Thank you so much for downloading the episode. On the show today, I talk about a dream that I keep having about a horse, Friday Night Lights, and then a discussion ensues after I go down the rabbit hole of YouTube. This plus an ugly and awkward moment of the week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. This hole is open for business. Paula. Get back, you assholes. Uncensored as always, it's time for the ugly truth. Welcome to the ugly truth. It is episode 302. Oh, go. Oh, we are sisters who podcast. <laughs> we will get professional about that one day. One maybe, day. Maybe 402. 402. Yeah. 100 episodes from now, when we're when we're 80 years old, we'll figure it out. Sisters who podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be funny. So I'm going to get right, obviously get right into it. Every once in a while. I mean, I have a lot of vivid dreams in general. I mm-hmm. dream very vividly. And mm-hmm. so... I have this reoccurring dream about horses. Oh. And it reminded me of it because, and I just had it a few days ago, and it reminded me of it because a friend of our, a mutual friend of ours, had said that she she has this reoccurring dream about packing and leaving from a vacation to go home. And she keeps having the same dream that it changes it up, but but this hurried, unable to organize and pack uh, dream that she had. So I was curious, so I looked it up. And it has to do with baggage in your life and being able to leave it and move on. Mm-hmm. It's like unresolved issues that you're trying to put away, but you can't. And she's like, and every time I wake up from that dream, I'm exhausted. And I was like, well, that's because your mind is trying to work out stuff that you know you have to deal with in, in your life. And your mind is like, you got to put that shit away and move it on and get out of here. And so she's like, God, that makes so much sense. And so I'm like, you know what? I was wondering about this horse thing. So I looked up horse. And of course, there's like a gajillion, you know, horse racing and the Mustang and all this other stuff. But the base to see a Pegasus. (laughs) Right. If you see a Pegasus, (laughs) you're trying to get in touch with your Greek roots. Yeah, exactly. So this is just it was just all I remember in the dream is that I'm I'm at a, a ranch place and I have a horse and I'm and it's on a lead and I'm with the with their little harness thing mm-hmm. and I'm holding it I'm holding it to like lead it into a pen or whatever I'm not riding it I'm just kind of walking it in but I have this super warm affection for it and I'm like hug I'm nuzzling it with you know against its neck and stuff and I'm petting it and I just really love this horse and so I was looking <laughs> I was looking at what horse means and horse symbolizes strength, power, endurance, virility, and sexual prowess. It represents a strong physical energy. And I was like, okay, well, I don't, I still don't get it. I don't know. Am I embracing my strong physical energy? I mean, I'm not sure, but you need to tame the wild forces within. I'm like, I don't have any wild forces. Wild horses. I love that song. Drag me away. <laughs> I love that song. I know. Not the Rolling Stones version, but that girl that sings it. The high-pitched version. Ugh, I love that song. I'm going to buy that on iTunes. That's a good idea. That song makes me want to be goth and emo. Goth, it makes me want to run through a pasture of, like, flowers that'll probably give me bites (laughs) on my ankles. Give you a rash. (laughs) I'll come back with ticks. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god <laughs> i have to tell you this because it's really funny um do you remember a long time ago me telling you that the, the rash thing reminded me that i, I asked daryl that if i ever lost my hand would he hold my nub <laughs> did i ever tell you that that's an interesting correlation uh well i'll tell you why <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> Ticks to a nub. Uh, no, I don't remember that conversation. I did, and I said it because we were in Disneyland. And I asked him if he would hold my nub if we were at Disneyland walking around. He's like, well, I guess. I go, you know, I'd wiggle it around if you, <laughs> if you held it. That's bizarre. I know. So what was funny is the Couldn't other night. he hold, like, the back of your elbow or something like that? You or know, my other, that's what or my other hand. Do. You know, if like if I had only one nub, I mean, he could hold my other hand for God's sake. You know what? That icks me on that idea. I just felt my back fat or my arm fat, and <laughs> there's a patch of fat there. You can't let that happen. That's like, remember, uh, Grandma? Oh. She had like those like gobbles on the back of her oh. arm, matronly arms. I used to play with her skin. Did you? Know I know that? you did. Yeah, I did because you did it to our mother too. Because we all <laughs> inherited the matronly arms. I could do some triceps. God, I you know even if you did though the, the the you would work out and you'd have these nice sculpted arms. You let it go for three days and they'd be back because that's just our nature. That's just our genetics. I'd have sculpted arms and then some skin hanging underneath. Yes, it. <laughs> and you'd be like, I want to cut the skin off so bad. I'd have to go to uh, <laughs> botched Doctor Debro. Uh, Dr. Dubrow, like, what's going on here? It's like matronly arm syndrome. Uh, you tell Just... me. <laughs> <laughs> so I have this habit of watching Dr. Pimple Popper videos at night before I go to bed. Okay. On my lap, on my little iPad. And so what happens sometimes is that you go down this, the black hole of YouTube. When, <laughs> the, the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, because you watch Dr. Pimple, but on the right side, there's all these really grotesque videos that they say suggest saying, well, if you like this, you might like this completely rotted hand that they're going to dissect. <laughs> Whatever, you know. Where this guy who was in a car accident fell out and they, he wasn't found for seven days and he's covered in maggots. Exactly. And so there was one... <laughs> God, I can't. It was a. It was supposed to be a feel good story because, uh, and it happened in Australia. I've there were so many issues with it, but I watched it. Basically, he suffered. He he had some kind of staph infection, and then he got sepsis. Mm. And he for three days. And he this man was married, is married for three days. His wife just let him suffer because she thought, uh, no, you know, he of course being a man never even considered going to the hospital, and she being. Uh, an idiot said i'll just let him decide which is like the dumbest thing when you're married it is your responsibility to say you are going to the hospital this is over right or i'm calling 911 or whatever and she didn't do that so finally on the third day he was covered in a rash he had a headache he couldn't control and he was really really ill she calls 911 finally and so they take him in. It had it's too late. He lost both of his legs below the knee and he lost both of his hands below the elbow. He also lost his mouth. So he had just a hole where his mouth was. He lost, he had no lips or anything. He his skin literally rotted off because of the staph infection that never was treated properly because he waited so long. So he was like a potato. Yes, he looked like a turtle, is the way I looked at it. He literally looked like a human turtle. And doesn't so, she now wish that she called a little sooner? Right? 
or just ignored his pleas for leaving me alone and just said, no, we're not doing that. You're coming with me. Like, how do you not? I don't. So I had a hard time with that part of it. But anyway, so they tried to do plastic surgery. And his biggest concern is that his son, who's like three or four, is kind of afraid of him now. Because he looks horrible. Aww, He's really deformed. So sad. It is sad. And he, the guy was just like, you guys need to leave me. Let me just be this way by myself. Aww, you know? He thought he was like Quasimodo. He really did. and But it's a feel good because the wife is like, no, I'm staying with you. What's wrong with you? You're my husband. And I, I mean, yeah, you, you, you've had a, a tragic accident, essentially. But I'm staying with you. So I'm reading all this. And I mean, I am not, I am moved to tears by many things. But this one I struggled with being... I really did not feel any any emotion to it, but I watched it. And I'm like, okay, well, they're still together. He has these pretend this pretend mouth that he puts on around his son, so his son isn't afraid of him because that's the thing. It's not the loss of the limbs; it was his face got pretty deformed, and the plastic surgeon just butchered him. Unfortunately, he needs to come to America. And Where have was that done he right. in Alabama or something? Australia. Oh, really? I would have yes. expected more. You know, not everybody has access to Dr. Dubrow, you know, True. but it would be nice if they would send him because I think they could probably do an amazing job. Probably. They just did a face transplant, for God's sake. Not Dr. Dubrow, but, you know. The U.S. Yeah. I mean, it's not ideal, but it's better than not having a face, right? I mean, the girl, although, do you see how, did you see how beautiful that girl was that got the face transplant? I don't think I, you mean the before picture? Yeah. She was stunning. <sighs> now... Not so much. Claymold. But at least she has a she has a face. Yes. So anyway, I, I watch it. And so I turned off my laptop and we were just laying there. And in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, if that ever happened to Daryl, I would never leave him. I would be there for him. I would I would get him the best care. I would. I, he's still my husband and I love him and his personality and his heart are still there. It would not be a question. What if the shoe was on the other foot, though? Oh, my God. He would never leave. Are you kidding? Would you want him to stay with you? Yeah, well, I mean, I just don't know. You know me. I'd be like, you know, if you need to go get laid with a girl that has four arm, you know, arms and legs, that's fine. You know, we don't need to pretend. Just telling you, my mouth will give you a hell of a blowjob. <laughs> I mean, until Dr. Dubrow gets a hold of me, this hole is open for business. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm laying there going, God, I would never, I can't even believe that this would be a question. I mean, if you've been married and you truly love each other, this is not even up for debate, right? I wouldn't think so. But I mean, there's some shallow people out there. So I'm thinking all of these warm thoughts, but that's not what came out of my mouth when I asked Daryl. <laughs> I turned to Daryl at 11 o'clock at night and he's half asleep. And you've I, already started the conversation. In my brain. So I've gone beyond, I've already thought of all the love and compassion and now I've gone to the weird. So I turned to him and I said, I said, if you got a staph, if you got a staph infection and lost your arms and you only had nubs, would you want to do something gross with them? And he goes, "What do you mean?" I go, "Well, would you want to like put it inside me or something?" And he's like, "What?" He's like, "Why would you say that to me?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm just wondering, is that something?" And then I go, "Do you think there's nub porn?" And he's like, "Nub porn?" I go, "Yeah, you know. I mean, do you think that they have that?" And I go, "You know what? Don't Google it." Because I don't want to know. He goes, I would never Google that. I'm like, well, yes, you would now because I put it in your mind. And he's like, what's happening? 
what why am i losing hands like why, do <laughs> why I are you reading <laughs> like why do i have enough and i'm like i'm just wondering is that something that guys who lose their hands think about they're like hey i wonder if i can put he goes okay he's like no i wouldn't i go even if it's all healed over he's like stop it he's like you ca- you cannot look at youtube anymore <laughs> god like, no one else thinks about those things. Come on. They just don't want to say it. They just don't want to say it. So don't Google nub porn because it probably exists. Well, He goes, I mean, what about, like, wheelchair sex? I'm like, what are you doing? I go, that's disgusting. Oh, <laughs> like, wheelchair sex dare you? is gross? That's where you cross the line? <laughs> yeah, that's like, you have crossed a line, mister. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure most people who have nubs have, like, prosthetics or something like that. So yeah. that would be a little <laughs> scratchy. Okay, so I briefly, I heard about this article, but I was under the impression it was super legit. And so I was like, God, that's really weird. But, you know, I mean, you have to explain this to me. What What is the deal with the front hole article? Okay, so basically, now I'm wondering if it's even real, because okay. you said it's not. No, I asked you. Oh. I said, is this not real? Oh, okay. Because the article says, no, someone's not trying to change the name of vagina to front hole. And I'm like, what? Okay, so there's this uh, company called Healthline in San Francisco. It's like okay. the equivalent of WebMD, but it's more targeted towards like queer, trans, intersex, and asexual people. Okay. Now, I had to look up intersex and asexual people because I didn't know what they were. I intersex wouldn't. is basically what the old hermaphrodite used to be oh they changed so a hermaphrodite has both sets of genitals correct yes but they don't call them hermaphrodites anymore they call oh they call it intersex intersex okay i don't know and this is a legitimate medical journal that's what they claim so okay okay but the point was, is in this journal that they wrote, they quote themselves for saying, for the purposes of this guide, we've chosen to include alternative words for readers to use their genitals. For example, for trans men, they choose to use the words front hole or internal genital instead okay. of vagina, which I don't know why, but I- maybe it's because vagina is like given specifically to women or or people who have actual vaginas i'm not sure this is my my question i unfortunately and i say this for real i don't know anybody who's transgender in my life in my personal day-to-day life i don't know anybody i would be curious to know is it getting a bit confusing for you like i feel like there's a lot of chefs in the kitchen when it comes to this specific area of of sexuality i feel like there's a lot of opinions and a lot of easily offended people that are speaking on behalf of those who genuinely are transgender it's like is it is it getting a little uh, too much for you i mean i'm just curious because to me it feels like every day there's a new declaration there's a new you know announcement for how we're going to treat i feel like there's a lot of focus on what's going down below for these for these these people who are trying just to live their life well i feel like i need a a vocabulary or like a dictionary Mm -hmm. to because they've you know this this particular group the lgbtqxl TQL, whatever right, right um 
have replaced so many words mm-hmm. that, you know, I would inadvertently offend someone. I don't, you know, yeah. Just from lack of knowledge. Well, because it seems like it's changing every day. Right. Do we need to arm ourselves with every, are we Are we required to know every single thing so that we don't offend someone when we walk around in real life? Although I'm cool with what I would really appreciate if this is a legit thing. And I'm not talking about transgendered people because I know that's legitimate. But mm-hmm. but it's like, do you really want me to have an opinion on what you call your genitals? Exactly. Like, do you really I mean, care what I think about what you call? I don't. You should know, we I, be I, discussing that? I mean, can we just focus on what kind of human you are as a person? Like, are you kick, are you kicking puppies? Are you <laughs> right. are you you know are you you know becoming an act are you an active member of your community you know it's like those are the things i care are about are you interviewing for a job you don't get it you front hole yeah <laughs> it's like what what do we why are we focused so much on on declaring to everyone this is what we're calling it now and it's like okay well i don't really give a shit i'm not helping you wipe i don't care are you a decent human that's all i care about that and where did you get that lipstick god damn it exactly. it's really pretty you know i mean that's it you know so it's like i struggle with that stuff because it's like is this is this something that i need to have in my mind in my brain do, is this information that i must file away to talk to somebody who is transgender or you know i, I just don't think so you know so i and it i resented a little bit because i did read a little bit about it that it said that this is not something that was meant for public consumption this was apparently i could be wrong that this is something meant for people who are transitioning or who are in that process or you know all of that i get but some of that stuff i feel like isn't that like confidential in the sense of this in our community when i'm talking to my doctor or when i'm talking to my therapist or my friends this is God forbid, if our genitals come up, this is what we call it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I thought we went over that in fifth grade. It's just, you know. Do you remember? I remember the education process in elementary school when someone called it their, you know, PP or their, you know, whatever they they call it at home. And and someone else goes, what is that? And they're like, you know, my, my muffin or whatever they call it at home. <laughs> The mom calls it at home because they don't want to use vagina. And then the the super the super worldly kid who's clearly going to be traveling, you know, Europe with a backpack in 10 years goes, yo, you mean your vagina? Right. And you're we like, we use real um, words in our house. Yeah, we use the appropriate. And then the mom will come show up and say, yes, well, I call things the appropriate names because I don't want to arm my children with misinformation. So then you're telling me what's above your lip is a mustache. <laughs> what you're saying is that is <laughs> hormonal mustache. Is that what that is? <laughs> Are you in menopause? Yeah, that long hair coming out of your mole. What do we call that? (laughs) Errant hair? Something that needs to be plucked. You know, that tuft of hair coming out of your pit. What do we call that? (laughs) God. Ever heard of a deodorant? Anyway, what's the story? So (laughs) there was a pile of laundry on the couch and the kids were folding it. Yeah. And Olivia's like, Mom! And she grabbed (laughs) me by the arm and she took, she. She grabbed um, you by your matronly skin. Yeah, by my skin <laughs> and dragged me to the hallway and she showed me and it was a pair of my underwear. And she's like, Bob, you pooped in your underwear. <gasps> and I said, what? And I started laughing. <laughs> and she's like, look. 
and oh it was my, my period underwear. Oh God! They and were like so, in a pile of clothes. You know for when laundry. you wash them like you know a billion times, they turn oh, they're stained. They turn brown. Yeah, yeah. And so I said, Olivia, I said <laughs> I did not poop in my underwear. Oh my gosh! She's like, well, what is this? And then she said, Yes, you did. It's brown. Oh <laughs> so, no! So I just quickly gave her. A quick, quick one oh one on what happened. And then she just walked away from me backwards with her eyes wide open. <laughs> I was going to say, did she look like a cartoon lamb with her <laughs> eyes open? <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. You're like, and I'd be looking at her with my glare, like, you're next. Yeah, right. I said, it happens around 13. I said, she's so like, you've do got, it, I go, I said, do the math. <laughs> I said, you've got about four years. And she's like, no, I don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. She can be one of those girls that doesn't know she's pregnant because she just God. refuses to believe that it happens. God, I pray not. Pray She'll be 22 she... years old. It's like, I didn't even know I was pregnant because I don't have I don't have a front hole. <laughs> God, that's really funny about that. Oh, really quick. Okay, so last week, just before I tell you, um, I wanted to tell you the beginning. Last week was Malia's first varsity football game. Yeah, how'd that go? It went good. It was super freaking hot. And it was at uh, our alma mater, CASA. Yay! Go uh, Rams! Yeah, go Rams! Go, go! But it's so funny because it reminds me how small town that area is because you know we have a lot of friends who married their high school sweethearts and Mm -hmm. you know all their kids actually went to casa after them it's like generations of kids come and go and it's really it's it's foreign to me because i would never want to do that that's just not my thing it feels like small town texas and it's just not something i ever wanted to do Mm -hmm. but i think it has a lot to do with my when we were growing up our personal lives i wanted to get out of there as soon as possible Mm -hmm. and i got as far as fair oaks but (laughs) i did get out of you got the hell out of town about four miles away four miles out (laughs) but that was not by choice but it just ended up being ended up happening but anyway um so uh casa is like I said, it's it's a little more rural than other areas, but not yet. Yeah, it is, but it isn't. I mean, it's surrounded by horse property. They were known as the Aggie School when I was going there, you know, because they had a really great FFA and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was a time before our time where people would ride their horses to school oh. to Casa because it was that close to everybody's property. Yeah, that's true. So they make a really big to do when the football team comes out. Um, They have a big blow-up ram. It's probably like 30 feet tall, and they run through it like a tunnel. It's really cool. How exciting. So when they run out as a herd, uh, a herd of rams, they run out. The four captains of the football team run out first, and they run, I mean, full, full force. Like, they are running hard. And the four captains are holding flags. An American flag, ROTC, California flag, and um, probably some CASA representation flag or Orange Vale or something. So there's four flags that represent the school and the country. And so they run out. And I mean, they are running like if you ran, you would be killed. You would be hurt. It's it's a team of like 80. There's a lot of guys that play at CASA. They field a huge, they could have three practice teams. And so they run out. It's a it's a real sight to see. I love it. I think it's really cool. And <laughs> the kid in the the kid holding one of the flags, he falls so hard. Oh no. That the entire school and the visitor we were on the visitor's side 
everybody goes, oh, really loud. And he couldn't get up because he was being stampeded by his own team. Nobody stopped to pick him up. Nope. They ran right over him. And then he finally got up and wandered sheepishly over to the ROTC because there's four guys representing that they hand them the flags. Mm-hmm. And then you walk over and you start warming up. And I was like, oh, my God, that is he for the rest of his life will be known as the guy that got stampeded his senior year on the first game on the field as a senior. That will be him. Uh, you know, forever. His, you know, his parents are in the crowd <laughs> thinking like, "That's oh, poor guy. That's God, that's it's terrible." Like, that is wow. That's horrible. That's unfortunate. Yeah. And what sucks is he will never ever live it down ever for the rest of his life. He will be known as that guy. I'm sure someone got a photo of it. I'm sure it will be in the yearbook. It will, it will definitely be, be in the yearbook. I mean, I think it's funny because it's happened to me. I've fallen in the middle of a football field. So I think it's, you know, I lived to, to tell the tale. You know, I admire people who can play sports like football and stuff. Me like too. That, you know, there's yeah. there's like the men you date that played football or played baseball or basketball. And then there's the men that you date that were, you know, tennis, cycling, golf, you know, swimming. Yes. It doesn't make them less. It just, there's, no. it's, it's kind of maybe like a right brain, left brain thing. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know because I didn't really have a whole lot of respect. It, respect is the wrong word. I didn't have any education, so I didn't really think much of the aquatic sports mm-hmm. or, you know, golf, golf is a, is a mind, it, it's mind and coordination. I can't play it. It's, it's beyond my skill level. Um, Daryl's really, really good at it. But the aquatics, when I was in high school, I never thought much of the polo or the swim team. But looking back now, I look at my yearbooks uh, at the polo teams because, you know, our kids played polo. So I was curious about it. They Mm -hmm. were small teams back then because aquatics wasn't a big thing around here. Those guys were in such good shape. Well, I think there's also people who were athletic and just aren't. And, you know, I mean, I had fun playing games like, you know, basketball and stuff like that. But I mean, I didn't take myself seriously by any means. I could not shoot a basket. I don't think to this day I've ever shot a basket that made it into the basket. Never. I've tried many times and it just doesn't work for me. I've tried. I've had people show me the proper way to do it and I can't do it. I always played the like softball or something like that. And yeah. I was the one where like the infield and the outfield started <laughs> scooting forward. They started to come in. And I'm like, get back, you assholes. <laughs> god damn it yeah i would always hit something that was barely foul and i'd like literally hit it straight to first base you know i mean they're like oh okay i just i was not good i'm not good i just i don't know if it's a lack of desire or if it's truly athletic ability i'm not quite sure it's always so cute when people always say, oh, you could do it. You could do it. I'm like, you don't really know me very well. <laughs> right. No, I can't. I go, I can't even eat nachos without getting it on my shirt. Yeah, so. really. <laughs> I don't really Thank see God how like eating's not a sport. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I could coordinate my legs to run fast to 25 yards to get somewhere before someone else beat me to it. That would not happen. I was always one of the first people tagged really hard in the ass in dodgeball. I was the easy target. <laughs> no, I was not... always tagged in the face. Oh, the side of the head. One time we were playing volleyball for fun. We were camping and we were playing volleyball. I was probably 19. 
Who, and the ball. Who plays volleyball for fun? It was, I was dating Tyler's dad and oh, we okay. went camping at the beach and there was like 12 of us. And so we decided to play volleyball at the beach. And I ran up and I felt like, I, and I'm terrible at volleyball too, by the way. I've tried them all. I actually, I'm like Danny Zuko. When I was in high school, my, my PE teacher was hoping that something would work. <laughs> Nothing ever did. So I, I tried volleyball. In high school, I got hit in the boob really super hard <laughs> by a volleyball. I mean, hard. And it was like, people were laughing. So we were playing and I thought for sure this ball was coming over the net. And I said, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I ran towards it. Every let me get it. I ran towards it and I got hit dead on in the face. And I not I literally knocked myself out. I was on the ground dizzy. And all of a sudden I, I look up kind of and I see I see the other side. They are laying on the ground laughing so hard they they're like peeing their pants. And my side comes over, they're like laughing. Are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, I think so. Did I get it? It was so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. They're like, maybe you shouldn't play anymore. That is one game I refuse to play. <laughs> and I won't even be within like 20 feet of the net because. You're like, nope, I'll keep score. <laughs> there'll be a wayward ball that'll come and hit me. Oh, God. I can't have balls flying in my face. Well, there goes your social life. <laughs> I love Clueless. <laughs> anyway, so Daryl's going camping finally. Is this the fishing man trip? This is the man trip light. They call it. Man trip light. The diet coke of man trips. The, the splenda of man trips. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. Uh, it used to be, and this was before when everybody didn't have children and they were all about 10 years younger. They would go for like four days or five days. They would Dang. drive up to the hills or the mountains of Tahoe. Um, East Eastern Sierras. They would go up there with their gear and all their food and their booze and their pot, and they'd spend four days being drunk and fishing. And then suddenly everybody got older. I shouldn't say old because they're not old, but they got older and have real jobs, and now they have wives and children. And so now that's kind of unrealistic. In fact, I think it was last time they went, they all they all mold over the idea of getting a cabin <laughs> oh they, god they want running water the geriatric mantra yeah. well they, is this the like, place where they make their own chili yes and yes, then the one guy got diarrhea badly yes he, they had a commode <laughs> yeah they had to create a rock pile for him yes it was those days may have may have come and gone but yeah, they just they mold over a cabin. They're like, well, that doesn't make us pussies, right? I mean, we just want to go fishing, right? And they're trying to convince themselves that getting a cabin is not a downgrade to the man trip. But they all met for lunch this week and are planning things out. And they're super excited. Everybody's got the day off. And so they're trying really hard to go Saturday, which I'm really hoping for because... I love Daryl very much, and I love my family, but there is nothing like having no people here, like no man, no children, no, you know, I could literally sit and binge watch Netflix, mm -hmm. watch all the girly shows I want, do what, you know, not have to make three meals a day because Daryl's sniffing around going, what's for dinner? You know, I don't have yeah. to do any of that. You know, it's, it's so nice to be able to just do that and it's been a really long time since i've had to the, the ability to do that so i'm really looking forward to it yeah i'm not one of those 
those girls who likes to go to the spa for the day. You know, I want to be at my house. I wouldn't and do know. The spa. I've never been to the spa. I don't want to. I don't want people touching me and massaging me and doing things. I just want to be in my house. I'll I'll do my own spa. Like I'll do my own mask and nails and all that stuff. I I, I, I want my face to look younger. So whatever the spa Whatever does. that is. <laughs> well, haven't you heard of one of those meta spas or like a medical something facial? What is that? Oh, where they basically give you one step under, in you know, an injection where they do like the chemical peels and stuff. Is that what that is? I think so. I'm um, kind of scared to do a chemical peel. Well, Paula, you and I would have the most bizarre side effect. They'd be like, you know, this is such a rare side effect. We can't believe it. Never happens. We've never seen this before. That would be us. But your nose just fell off. It's just so strange. And that would be you. And I'd be stuck. I'd be like, God (laughs) damn it. Of course, hers fell off. You're like, now what? Now I've got now I feel beholden to you for the rest of my life. (laughs) Now you look like a skeleton. Right. So I'm a little afraid to do anything that says chemical peel, but um, yeah, they could have they could have come out with something a little gentler. I think they do. I think they have stuff. You know, they have, you know, on uh, where you can go to the store and they have those little round brushes that you can brush your own uh, skin with. You know, those round electric round. Oh, microdermabrasia. Yeah, I think they have. I think they have uh, versions of that that are a little more sophisticated. Maybe at the spas. I mean, I'm all in. I've had a facial before and I didn't mind it at all, but I'm just not a fan. I don't like being, I don't have to, I don't like laying down and not having any say over what's going to happen. I just don't like it. I had a facial too, but I had to close my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I did not know this. Do you know what a pirate is or a dirty pirate? Oh God, no, this. Well, I may have done it, but I don't know I had a name. What is it? Okay. No, no, you don't do it. Someone does it to you. Okay. Oh. First of all, someone said something about a dirty pirate. This is on uh, some friends on social media. And I'm like, okay, I'm a whore in bed. I'll do uh, just about anything. And I do not know what a dirty pirate is. And so I Googled it. <laughs> what is I, it? It's when you're giving a man a blowjob and right before he's ready to yeah. come, he pulls out and he pokes you in the eye. And makes you blink. <laughs> That's a dirty pirate. <laughs> That's a waste. Right? Well, and it's really rude. <laughs> well, I mean, really unless, rude. you know, most gentlemen have, you know, the audacity <laughs> to tell you what they're about to do. Well, that's why they call it the dirty pirate, because it's not nice. Oh. If a man does that to you, he has no respect for you. And then that's what are you supposed time. to be like, Arr! Yeah, you're supposed to pull back with your eye full of goo and be pissed, which, uh, yeah. Well, first of all, I don't think I'd ever be with someone who would do that to me. If I did, it would be the last time. Isn't that crazy bad? I'd probably shove my eye in their mouth. Oh, my God. I would do so many horrible things <laughs> if someone did that to me. My goodness. that's a, It's a horribly disrespectful thing. Uh, I was telling Daryl the other day, speaking of sex, I was like, you know, I want to I want to know the woman who who made it appropriate for anal to be on the table all the time. Like, I'm so over the anal. I, I don't know when that became normalized. I'm not saying that people don't enjoy it, but some of us don't. I don't. And I am sick of it being on the menu. It's like what woman said she liked this being done to her. And now everyone has to be OK with it. I'm so over it. It's not and, you know, 
every day on the menu thing. It's like, it's like the special, you know? I, you're right, but I just don't, I don't like it. I just, I don't like it. And I, and I hate it when I have to say it, you know, where I have to say, why is this even, why is this even up for any kind of discussion? When did this become a thing? I, I mean, maybe it was always a thing, but who mainstreamed it? That's my thing. I want to meet that woman and hit her in the face. Like, I don't I'm know. so over it. We're going to have to go back to like the 70s. Maybe I just don't like it. <laughs> maybe I'm the only one who doesn't like it. No. Being suggested. Jamie, nobody likes it. <laughs> I, I mean, someone must. I don't know. Yeah, they get paid to pretend to look like they'd like it. Well, that's true. That is true. If, when money's involved, a woman will, you know, if that's her forte, she'll pretend to love it. Money and Vaseline will make you look like you like anything. Ugh! Anyway, so enjoy your trip, producer Deb. Enjoy your man trip with So if they do catch the fish, do they bring them home? They eat them. Oh, there. Okay. Yeah, they eat them. I mean, there's one guy going who's pr- who's quite proficient, and he brings home a lot, and they have, like, a freezer. So he's he fishes a lot, and so um, he probably will bring some home. But I don't even know. I don't know anything about – I don't know enough about fishing to know if it's a good time. I don't know if the fires affect anything. Oh, yeah. The only thing that sucks is that they cannot make a fire. So that kind of puts a damper on camping when you can't have a fire. Well, can they bring like a propane stove or something? They can, okay. yes. But you can't build a big fire because yeah, but obviously. it's not really camping without a campfire. I know. And I'm like, can't you have a fire pit or something? Or, you know, I'm sure there's ways around it. So and they're super safe. So we'll see. Anyway, so let's go to the ugly and awkward moments of the week. <laughs> So my ugly and awkward moment this week is that I don't have one. You don't have an ugly and awkward moment. <laughs> I don't. Although the underwear in the hallway could be one. <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> that was sure. really funny. Well, what was funny yeah. is is that she grabbed me by the arm and she like ushered <laughs> led me you into, to the to the hallway because Ryan was in the living room. Oh, so well, she didn't want to embarrass you? She, yes. She she just thought it was going to be an embarrassing subject all around because she thought I so was funny. Po- pooping in my f- pants. <laughs> that is so funny, even though you didn't. No, I did not. That's hilarious. Anyway, all right. Well, that's fine. I mean, we don't always have ugly and awkward moments. Not We're always. not always awkward, for God's sake. But uh, I have one. Oh, okay. Um, so as you know, I have been having this ongoing treatment with my dentist who I like a lot and you know I don't know what it is about people in that position in those positions where you just you develop some kind of affection for them just because well it's a trust because you know they're doing something to you like medically (laughs) yes that would otherwise be scary and if it was a stranger then you know you'd be freaked out Right. And I've known my dentist for for a very long time, and I do trust him implicitly. And so, of course, because I am somewhat damaged, now I have a crush on him. Not that I would ever act on it, but you know what I mean. It's just this weird platonic crush. So anyway, and he's so nice to me because he knows how scared I am all the time. I went in because now that I've gotten past all of the deep cleanings, thank God that's over. Oh, good. Now I'm going to be getting some trays to treat 
gum disease because the reality is I have gum disease and it's not for lack of brushing your teeth or flossing, which I do. It's genetic. I mean, like even Malia, who's 17, who has like the most perfect teeth ever, she's showing signs of gum disease. Wow. I'm literally pulling out all the stops to try to prevent any further damage if I can. And so we're doing this cool thing where we have, I went in to get molds of my teeth done earlier this week. So the last time I got them done, it was this purple goo and it, it makes you gag. I have the worst gag reflex ever. I really, really do. It's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. And so the assistant is doing it and she's like, okay, we're going to do the first, the first tray. So we do the bottom tray first, no gag problems with the bottom tray. And she did it. it. It hardens in 60 seconds. And so then they take it out and she's like, you know what? This one didn't turn out very well. And so Dr. React comes in. He goes, well, I'll do it. I have time. And so he does it. And so he's holding the tray in my mouth, just looking around, talking to me. And I can't talk with him. Like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> right. And so he takes it out. And the first time he took it out, he put both of his fingers in my mouth to remove this thing. Paula, I did not know that my mouth could stretch that much. <laughs> God. It was hard. It, it hurt. It hurt. And I'm like, I feel like I'm giving birth. Like it, it was so stretched out. And like even like the skin on the side of my mouth, like I tasted blood a little bit. Like Ew. it was really, really painful. And so um, I didn't say anything because I'm so high maintenance as it is. And I hate being a high maintenance patient. It's like my biggest thing. It's so annoying. It's probably because, already written on your chart. Oh, it totally is. You know, in big red letters, high maintenance. <laughs> so, we got an HM here. <laughs> oh, God, beyond. And I hate it so much. So then it's time to do the upper tray. He goes, all right, upper tray. And I'm like, all right. So he puts it in there. I immediately start gagging. Immediately. <laughs> and, I'm all, ooh, ooh, ooh. and so what does he do? He takes his two fingers and he puts them on my sternum right under my like where your Adam's apple, if you were a guy, would be, you know, that little hole right there yeah. at, the top, at the bottom of your throat. So he put he puts pressure on those two things and he goes, this is an acupuncture point. It literally will stop you from gagging. And of course, me, I'm like, I don't believe you. <laughs> like, I don't believe you. So he does it. And I literally stopped gagging. Don't tell Daryl. No, I'm I, kidding. <laughs> listen, I thought about it. And I'm like, do I need to employ this? Is this something I need to do? Because it is an issue. <laughs> so he's doing it. And I close my eyes. He's like, keep your eyes open. And I'm like, this is getting really inappropriate in my brain. Like, this is getting really inappropriate in my mind. Yeah. And in I your mind, you think it's like the, the beginning of a porn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The dentist. <laughs> Cynthia, would you excuse us for a moment? And I mean, I have tears coming out of my eyes because I, I had my eyes were watering so bad. So finally, he pulls it out. He pulls out the thing. And <laughs> I know. Paula, this whole thing is awkward. I'm telling you, the whole thing was so awkward. And so he takes it out. And so he proceeds to explain to me the whole acupuncture thing about how, you know, he took classes and all that stuff. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, and I mean, my mouth is, I feel like it's a stretched out sock. The the assistant gives me a wet paper towel to wipe my mouth off. The whole thing felt so sexual. It was the most bizarre, uncomfortable moment of my entire life at the dentist. I felt such like such a dork. I'm like, I feel like I've been violated sexually, but I wanted it. But I liked it. <laughs> but I liked it. It even it even tasted like peppermint. Oh my <laughs> it God. Just, it was so awkward. 
luckily it all it, it all ended <laughs> and it was over and i'm like i never want to do this again never that's funny oh my god i'm like when will this dentist end i just i don't want to do any more things <laughs> you know i just want to move on with my life so did you tell daryl when you got home of course i did and of course he's got this like half like look on his face like yes this does sound sexual you know and he's got this gleam in his eye and i'm like stop it just nothing i can say now about this experience doesn't sound sexual i know the whole thing about i had all this goo in my mouth and then when he finally you know he put both hands in there and he pulled it out and i mean nothing and daryl's just looking at me going you just need to stop telling this story (laughs) it's like there's just nothing nothing that's not turning me on right now and i'm like okay that's funny yeah it was really funny actually anyway yeah so that's my awkward moment well you're the winner this week for sure definitely thank you stained period underwear actually they weren't stained i had pooped in there so (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding well and then when i told her what happened then she told me why were you wearing white underwear then mom because you don't understand how it works. And I'm like, I didn't purposely wear white underwear, Olivia. I said it just happens. It just happens and then those become the period underwear. And then eventually you know nothing. they all become period underwear and you have to buy a whole new, you know, set of underwear that you don't underwear wear when you're under period. Throw out the old. It's just a thing, Olivia. It's a thing, okay? <laughs> Go figure it out. God. So, well, right. I think that's a wrap today, folks. Thank yes. you for joining us. Oh, we have a new link for you. Tell them about the question link. Yes. So you guys are submitting your ugly and awkward moments, and we have received some requests for our advice or opinions on your situations in life. So we decided that we should have a cleaner way for you to submit them. So on our Ugly Truth page, we have a Dear Uggs page. So you can click on Dear Uggs at UglyTruth.com and you can submit your name and address and your question or ugly or ugly and awkward moment. Submit it to us and we will review it and discuss it or read it. And with that, we will be able to send you a thank you gift, either from LipandClip.com or something else in the future. Who knows what that will be for participating in listening to our show. Perfect. Yes. So other than that, have a fabulous week and we will see you on Wednesday. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.